Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope you guys are well. It's a beautiful day. It was supposed to be snow, and there was no snow. I think it was like flurries or ice or something like that. So I was kind of pleased about that. Um, just because I'm kind of, I'm not ready. I'm not. I know I don't get to say, but I'm not ready for the snow. <sighs> um, but again, take it for how it comes. But I say that to say that you gotta always be ready, which is crazy. We just gotta stay in like go mode, like always on your A game, always just vigilant. I feel like that. I feel like always. And I feel when you have a team of people, um, friends and family, friends, like just everybody on ready. And I know it sounds far-fetched, but it's like we got to be ready. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be the person who, at the end of the day, no matter, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Um... And I know it's a, like an oxymoron because I'm sure enough I'm like, I ain't ready for I'm ready for snow. Like, you know, clothes, gear, boots, shovel, stuff like that. I'm ready for the snow. I just don't want the snow, if that makes sense. You know, and it's like I feel like we have to be ready. And the example that I'm always cognizant of or comes to my mind is that I used to work um, in a library. I know it's hard to believe. It's on my resume, but for real, for real. So I used to work in a library, and people at jobs, I have a tendency to see that people at jobs, when they're there for a long length of time or they've gotten comfortable with, you know, doing what they do and moving the way they move or whatever, you know, you get comfortable. People get comfortable. And and getting comfortable, I don't think there's readiness and comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's not preparedness, but I don't know if readiness and preparedness is the same thing. So they had changed administrators, and because when people change administrators, administrators actually can change their staff if they want to, you know, um, think about when we get new presidents. They change, they basically, they change their whole entire cabinet because they want people who support them, fit them, so on and so forth. And a lot of times people, you know, are transitioned out when new leadership comes in. It's just, it's not a 10 is going to happen. Anywho, so this new lady comes in, and whoever was the assistant to the previous person in that position, she gave them, like, two days' notice that they would no longer have a position because I guess she felt they wasn't ready and didn't like the way that they, you know, did stuff. So now you got these people who now you want to do your job. You should have been doing your job. And that's the thing, like, we have to be careful. And when I'm saying this, I'm saying it to myself, like, always be on your job. Whatever your job is, you know, and doing it because 
again, you never know when somebody's going to show up. You never know when, like, just like when people get audited, like, all of a sudden you got all these people wanting to go in and do filing and look through the records and all this stuff to make sure. But if you was ready in the anticipation of it coming at any point, any day, then when they do pull your files, your stuff is legitimately good, and you don't have to go and try to figure anything out because you're ready. And so I was just thinking about being ready. And preparedness and readiness, they might, you know, fall in the same definition. I don't have the definition. And, again, guys, I have to apologize, too, because I have noise in my background, and I've had noise in my background or sounds, and I hope they're not distracting um, for the last few podcast only because the time that I've decided or I had an opportunity to podcast is this noise around. So I do apologize for that, and I will try to be more mindful going forward. But um, time had presented itself, and so I got on the podcast to share this thing about being ready and being prepared. You know, um, and it could go, you know, further on. And I know for me it's just like, you know, wanting savings, and, they, you know, they teach you to save because you want to be ready if, God forbid, something happens. You know, we got insurance. We got all of this stuff, preparation and readiness, because of the mere fact that at any moment it could go down. And then, of course, it brings me to, you know, salvation and Jesus coming back, and, you know, we hear people often um, talk about, okay, this is the year, this is the year. And I keep talking about 2020 like it's going to be a big thing. I'm not saying he coming back. I'm not saying none of that at that time. But I just think about, you know, the readiness because it says be ready, you know. And if we was ready, then it's not going to catch us by surprise if we in this ready stage. And I guess I'm saying this to say it to myself, to always be on my A game, to always present myself as 100 or excellence as much as lies within me in order to do that. So when the opportunity presents itself or somebody shows up that I'm ready, you know, I'm I'm engaging, I'm I'm my paperwork together, everything is together whereas I'm not slacking and I feel like we slack because we get comfortable. You know, when the um cast away the mice will play kind of thing. And then it goes towards integrity, too, because if, indeed, we only want to be ready when we feel that somebody is looking at us, you know, somebody is um, scrutinizing us or somebody is testing us, you know, or we got an exam, then we want to be ready. But just knowing the information in and of itself outside of having to take an exam is, is good to know because you never know. I remember when they used to do those pop quizzes, you know, in class, and you like, I ain't ready. <laughs> and now you act like you got to go to the bathroom and you got to do all this stuff in order to go possibly prepare or you sitting there looking at somebody else's sheet that was ready because the teacher said in the beginning of the school year that there was going to be some pop quizzes and now the pop quiz come and you ain't ready. And so I think about that with life, and I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm speaking to myself as much as speaking to you guys, that we want to be ready. We don't want to be those people that's caught unready and now, you know, getting scrutinized or being, you know, put in trouble because, again, people put you in places or they hire you or they, you know, recommend you or they want to 
be with you because you've presented yourself doing the interview and doing the courting stage and, you know, doing the that you was ready and that you was going to stay ready and that you was going to be prepared. And so I just, you know, wanted to stop on the um, podcast and say, you know, let's prepare to be ready. So when the opportunities present itself, we're not missing out or we're not, you know, scrabbling. Is it scrabbling? Scrabbling? I don't know. You know what I mean. Scrambling. We're not scrambling to try to get ready or act like we're ready or pretend we're ready when we wasn't ready. <laughs> like, be ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. You know they be saying that. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And for you or for me, you know, we have to figure out what that means because I know, you know, I'm prepared for certain things, but I'm not ready for certain things. You know, um, I'm not ready for a relationship. You know, I feel I'm prepared to a degree, but I'm not ready, you know, and maybe I need to start getting ready for a relationship, you know. Um, I'm not ready for in my mind for some things that I need to start being prepared for and get ready for if, indeed, I want my life to be different and I want, you know, the second or third, what's the third chapter of my life if you will, maybe it's the second chapter. I don't know, depending on how we count in these years. <laughs> um, to be ready. You know, there's a song, um, and y'all have heard me play this before. I pray we all be ready. And a lot of times we're, you know, we're not even in preparation mode. You know, we're lackadaisical, you know. Again, you get into certain relationships and you get into certain positions and you get lax. And then, you know, the thing about it is it's funny to me how people that have employment and have jobs, how they complain all the time. And if they didn't have those jobs, they would be so, they would be so much more complaining. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we need to start having a attitude of gratitude, you know, um, and I'm learning and wanting to learn to be like Paul, like any state that I find myself in, to be content in whatever position I find myself in, to represent that position to its fullest and be prepared and ready in that position for whatever comes. And it comes with, you know, grace, and it definitely comes with mercy that, you know, we need. Um, in these life situations, but again, I feel like, you know, we've gotten real lax in, in dealing with our daily stuff, and so now when, you know, something comes in, you feel like nobody has to tell you certain things, you know what I'm saying, like, it's like we've grown and we older now, and so for the younger people, you know, I always encourage, you know, my students and I encourage my young people, you know, preparation. It doesn't make perfect. It makes prepared, you know, and you want to be prepared. You want to be ready for the opportunity that that comes before you because we don't know at any moment, you know, uh, opportunities become before you. They teach you, you know, to have your elevator speech and stuff like that. But we don't think that we ever going to need it or ever going to use it. Um 
and even with our parents, you know, um, I know when we were growing up, we, we cared about if we were going to the mailbox, if we were going to the store, you know, wherever we was going, we cared about our parents. And now a parent seems not to be a big thing of concern anymore um, as far as some cultures and, you know, some age groups and stuff. Like, it doesn't even matter what you look like no more, you know, because, again, don't judge me and I got a good heart and so on and so forth. And I get that. But, again, you know, appearance is important. And they always say that we don't never get a second time to make a first impression. And so, I, you know, I pray that I be ready. I pray that you be ready, you know, for the opportunities that's going to come before you and those, you know, meetings that you have. Um, and that's the thing, too. I used to, you know, I've worked with several different organizations within my lifetime. And, you know, we've had meetings, and then you get to a meeting, and you know there's a meeting, and you ain't ready. Like, it was a meeting, and you didn't even prepare for the meeting. Like, what? And then we're get have an attitude and get upset if somebody called you out on not being prepared for the meeting. Like, where they do that at? And so, it, you know, it, it it really bugs me out how, you know, we take advantage and we get lackadaisical. And when somebody has this anticipation or expectation of you doing your job and showing up and putting your, fo- your, your foot forward, then they got a lot of nerve. And, like, we're lucky and you're lucky to have me. And that's not always the case. You know, like the person, like that dude that, you know, she dismissed within two days of knowing him, you know, you couldn't have told him he was really arrogant. Um, I'm sure he was a nice guy or whatever, but he was really arrogant. And he just thought that, you know, it was a solid deal. And, like, you know, he was going to continue to stay there. And there was something else because somebody chose something else. And it's weird because... We do, to some degree, confirm one another. You know, we do have a level of an acceptance for one another. And it's hard, you know, because, again, me and my life right now, dealing with the fact that you can or cannot, you know, accept me for who I am or whatever, but I have to be mindful of the fact that people, you know, get to make that choice, and I don't have to be anybody else other than myself. And... You know, if they choose me, they choose me. If they don't choose me, then that's fine. And not, you know, take it personal or feel rejected or something like that because I wasn't somebody's choice. You know, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in friendships, because we do get to choose. And the same way they get to choose, I get to choose. But I feel sometimes like <coughs> we don't value ourselves enough or we don't want the responsibility of choosing because then you're like, well, what if I chose wrong? Or, um, yeah, what if I chose wrong? And, you know, or am I, you know, thinking of myself more highly than I ought? And, you know, am I irreplaceable, which anybody and everybody is irreplaceable, you know, is replaceable. Not irreplaceable, replaceable. You know, to a degree, 
because you have people who have, you know, more skills or different preferences or they change their minds or, you know, or they don't want to pay you or, you know, labor is cheaper. And now people not really paying people, which is unfortunate. It's like a major disparity between the haves and the have-nots. And, and it's like you just getting in where you sit in and taking what you have and trying to, you know, figure it out and work it out. And so that's another form of being ready, you know. And I had to tell somebody the other day, you know, I do and I have felt some kind of way in regards to, you know, being prepared and getting the preparation and, you know, doing the work and putting the work in and not feeling or receiving in my mind what I was told the reward would be, you know what I mean? And that's kind of disheartening to a degree when you sit in there, you know, you trying to, you know, be what you set out to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you set out to go to school or you set out to get this education in psychology or education or medicine or whatever, and it doesn't pan out for you and not that you didn't show up and not do the work or whatever, and not that you wasn't even prepared or ready, but, again, people have choices. And you have now, and somebody told me this the other day, and it made sense, or I read it somewhere, whereas, you know, the market is saturated now with people who have degrees. So your degree is not even worth anything as much as it was worth. You're not, you know, um... It's not, you're not different because everyone has one. Everybody got a degree now, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, everybody got them. And and now they, they the market for doctorates are being fluctuated, you know, is it's, it's, it's being saturated. So, again, what separates you from the next man if, again, everybody's sitting there with the same thing? And they just, you know, and now you don't even have to, which, you know, I'm not, I used to be um, against online education. I did. We could talk about that, whatever. I'm not against it anymore. But now, you know, people are getting degrees online. They don't even have to sit in class every day, all day, through the day, from the um, leave work, go to school, you know, show up at night from 6 to 9, that three-hour course. They don't even have to do that no more and get a degree and from a reputable school. And I thought about this the other day. More young people, um, teenagers, or um, what is it? It's not adolescents. Are they adolescents? But they're going to college in record numbers now. So it's like, and I'm not downplaying them for you know, the opportunities that they have I think is wonderful. But, again, if children could do it and, you know, so what's the difference between you and a 16-year-old that's now been accepted into one Ivy League school and getting a degree that you waited until you was in your after high school to go get the same degree? Like, it's... And I'm I'm trying to figure out what is it be what's being said by it. Anybody could do it. It's just when you think about you know major offices now, where as 
you know, the criteria is always going to be saying you got to be this age, you have to be this, you have to be this, you have to be that. However, the caliber of integrity or the caliber of um, knowledge or the caliber of certain things is not even a prerequisite anymore to have certain positions that once had to be without reproach, had to be unblemished, had to have this 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 picture, and it no longer exists anymore. And so I think about these things. And then you have to ask yourself, if you're honest, like, where do I fit in? Do I even fit in? Is there a place for me, you know, to be able to have a quality of life that, you know, makes sense and that it's okay and it's not greedy and not lofty but comfortable, you know, you want to be comfortable. And it's just, you know, I don't even want to say changed as far as the word, but I will want to say it's different. <laughs> it's a lot different. And what used to be, you know, valued is no longer valued. And we talked about that before, too. But I wanted to bring, you know, the level of readiness that we ought to have. And maybe, you know, people don't feel they need to be ready because it's a such nonchalant thing, you know. And I have, oh, I have to remind myself of that. You know, um, as many times, you know, you answer the phone and you just like, hey, what's up? But it's, you know, you don't know, you know, or you go somewhere and you just don't know who you're going to run into. <laughs> you know, it's like, I really like this guy, and he's so cute, he's so gorgeous, blah, 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 blah. You know what, I'm just going to run real quick, to the, and then there he go. You ain't ready. You're like, oh, my goodness, did he see me like this, or you want to just disappear because you ain't in your cute cute. You know what I'm saying? And... And then you go home and justify, well, if he like me, he like me when I'm dressed, he like me when I'm not dressed, whatever, you just justify it in mind, even though we know that most men are, you know, visual. You understand what I'm saying? So I just think about that. I feel we need to be ready. I know I need to be ready. I want to get ready. You know, we have all this preparation, and so prepared doesn't make perfect, you know, and hopefully it makes ready, you know. Um, and that's what we have to be because at any moment it could go down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At any moment it could happen. At any moment, my goodness. And I don't feel we live like that. I feel like we live real, you know, just like the other day. I wasn't ready. I had, you know, I... I didn't have my door closed. I saw the guy or whatever, but he went into my car and took something out of my car. You know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't living like, oh, my goodness, I'm amongst thieves. <laughs> and it's like, it's unfortunate we have to be like that, you know, but that's the world we live in right now. And even with opportunities, you know, I believe that there's still opportunities out here for us irrespective of where we are in our lives. And, you know, I just want to be ready for those opportunities that's going to um, catapult me or put me into a different position or a better position in my life 
where, you know, I feel like, you know, the work that I've done up until now, whether it be education, whether it be, you know, life experiences, you know, pan out for me, and I can actually put practical application to that stuff. You know, just the healing in and of itself, the opportunities that you, you know, lessons learned things, you know, now you done learned the lesson, now, you know, where's the application, or, you know, those scenarios that, you know, we practice on a regular basis, you know, if that was to come up, you know, would you be ready? I think about um, when I was leaving, when I was transitioning out of one state to another state, my mom sent me to self-defense class. And so she sends me to self-defense class, so I'm in class with this guy, and he's teaching me how to defend myself. And, you know, you think that you're going to do it. You think you're going to be, you know, kicking somebody in their neck and poking them in their eye and elbowing them and putting them down. And you pray that you've never had to experience that, right? But in my mind, I'm like, would I be ready if, God forbid, you know, it went down or would your just natural survival instincts kick in, you know? And it, and it sounds good to have gone through all of these things and, you know, prepare. It's just like, you know, science and computers and, you know, again, even your subject matter in which you study, you know, when it's time to apply it, are you ready to do so, you know? And that's the part where, you know, I think about, that's the part where I'm like, it, it matters, you know? And... For some time, I think for me personally, yeah, I hadn't been ready. I just hadn't been ready. And then it's like, you know, you go into, you know, fix mode or you go into, you know, this mode or that mode or whatever and be like, oh, but, you know, and then you have to do recall. Let me recall, let me recall, let me recall. So it's work to do. You know, we at the end of the year and, again, going to a new year, and we still here. And grace is definitely, you know, provided for us. And I thank God for that. I thank God for the grace. I thank God for the mercy that he gives us, you know. And I thank God for people who understand, too, that, you know, sometimes people, you know, get laxed or sometimes people, you know. But then I think about that, too, like there are certain situations where lax is never, is never, N-E-V-E-R, is never permitted or okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you a watchman. So if you a watchman, you can't never be lax. You got to be watching. And so even with that is grace and mercy because I thank God that he never sleeps nor slumbers. Like, he watches everything. And it's nothing but the grace of God where, as you know, we say keeping us from danger seen and unseen where, you know, he's been watching over us because, again, we've gotten lax. You know, we haven't been doing our due diligence when it comes to certain things and certain people and certain, you know, moves that we ought to make or should make or whatever. So I hope that resonates. I hope that it makes sense to you guys. I hope that you're having a good week. 
so far. I hope that the you know the business that you're handling that you're ready, <laughs> that you're prepared. And again, I'm gonna um and I guess preparedness is readiness. I'm gonna look it up and try to um be more concrete in my definition in regards to that. Imagine my face. 